0: The Business Station.
1: Good morning, I'm Sharad Kutin. With me, Tan-Chung Han and Melissa Idris. We're with you with the top business stories and the top business stories is actually uh, the political story of the day. Someone who can help us with that is Cynthia Gabriel. She's on the line. Uh, she's a director of the Center of Combat, Corruption and Cronyism, an NGO, but she's also a member of the special task force on 1MDB. Thank you so much, Cynthia, for joining us this morning. What light can you shed on the events this morning? What do you know of the likely charges that are going to be proffered against the former Prime Minister?
0: Well, I don't want to precede what the Attorney General is um, uh, already making in his track, but what we understand is uh, first of all, this is the first of a uh, many series of investigations that have been taking place. So this one is on the SRC International a subsidiary of the 1MDB, in which I think the most common thing that we know about this is that $42 million, uh, was banked into uh, the personal bank account of the former prime minister. So he's been charged very specifically for uh, abuse of power, um, Section 409 of the uh, penal code, which actually talks about um, uh, criminal breach of trust. And um, that's what we understand for today. And we also understand that there could be five offenses involved, five charges that could be placed against it. I'm not sure if things would have changed from last night to this morning, so I am just giving you a sense of uh, where the investigations are at the moment and and what the SRC charges could actually look like. Uh, there was also investigations into AMLA, which is the Anti-Money Laundering Act, and whether that was something that could be applied in this charge. So uh, from what we know now, it's Section 23 of the MECC Act and um, Section 409 of the penal code. Uh,
1: also before uh, we go to the next to uh, to a further description of what's happening, can I ask you though the timing of this? Some people said they expected th- this uh, to go first. Others saying was it too fast, uh, too slow? Why did it take two months uh, for these charges to be proffered against the uh, prime minister, considering that there have been investigations even before the GE thirteen? Yes. Um, if you
0: look at what before the committee and the task force it is really a complex web of uh, financial flows it isn't just about uh, you stealing from me and me stealing from um, someone else to give someone else it ha- it actually involves uh, so many shell companies that were actually formed just to receive the money and then transfer the money to another company, and then close this first company, and so on and so forth. So it is really a classic case, and as the Attorney General of the United States had said, this is kleptocracy at its worst, where the banking systems internationally and the financial systems were manipulated to the maximum to actually arrive at such massive thievery, and stealing that it's it's amazing. It isn't just about looking at one bank account or one financial flow, but we are studying a whole range of different flows of money and the the amount of uh, companies that were involved, the bank accounts, and not to mention of course the, the assets that were purchased with all the stolen funds. So some of that money have been completely lost. So we're also tracing that uh, as a as part of the work that needs to be done, how much can be reclaimed back? How much is completely lost? The jewellery, the buildings, hotels, luxury uh, condominiums, and so on and so forth. So it's a web, it, it's it's um, a it's a maze of um, uh, money that we're talking about. So it's it's going to take a lot more time. Partly because to answer your question for investigations that started in 2015, it was abruptly shut. The task force was abruptly shut down when the the attorney general was brought in at that time, um, Apandi was brought in at that time. So now it's been revived, and only now. Uh, the mutual legal assistance has been signed
1: by this new attorney general, Tommy Thomas. So, Cynthia, you know, so you, you mentioned a, a lot more time. You know, give us a sense here, help manage our expectations here. How much more time? How much more is there to be uncovered? Because you mentioned 42 million, that pales in comparison to those uh, to that 2.6 billion ringgit. I, I recall those uh, flashcards that were bandied about by the then opposition leaders in Parliament. So, how much more is there? Help manage our expectations here. We seem to have a loss, as Cynthia gave. We're trying to reconnect with... with Oh, there we have it. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Cynthia. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. I was saying that we're dealing with six different uh, jurisdictions, and perhaps more once we find the trail that has led to all that loss of money. So um, it, it could take time with the U.S., because a lot of the property was stolen, we, I was bought with stolen money there. It could take time with Switzerland. Uh, and Singapore, I think these are the three main countries that we're actually looking at to um, resolve a lot of the issues. So it could take a couple more weeks. And I think, uh, I believe the Malaysian people are very aware that this isn't just a very simple case, but one that actually requires a whole lot of um um technical skills from investigators um forensic auditing and a range of different things that we need to connect the dots so i think with this first charge um it is a big breakthrough it's an incredible breakthrough and very much unprecedented in the history of Malaysia it's the first time ever that a uh, former prime minister has been actually
1: arrested Thank you so much, Cynthia. That was Cynthia Gabriel, uh, Director of the Center to Combat Corruption Cronyism, also a member of the Special Task Force on 1MDB.
0: So to summarise w- what we've heard from uh, our guests this morning, and the people that we've spoken to, this is just the tip of the iceberg. This is the very beginning. There is going to be more to come. Uh, so while we may be seeing, you know, charges of a criminal breach of trust, uh, or uh, you know, investigations under uh, the MACC Act, there could be more as we have to manage expectations. And
1: also more to come. We have a p- uh, coming up a uh, uh, Professor James Chin with the Asia Institute in Tasmania. Also Mohamed Reza Abdurrahman, head of MIDF research. Wong Chin Huat and many others are going to be weighing in on events unfolding right now at Jalanduta. Stay tuned. BFM 89.9.
0: Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, the business station.